In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. As a boy, I remember being able to recognize my mother's voice out of a crowd. And likely you've had the same experience. Hearing a familiar voice calling out the sound of our name, it gets our attention. The sound of that voice moves us, inspires us, and gets us going. Today our Lord speaks of himself as a good shepherd calling his sheep. I know mine and mine know me. My sheep listen to my voice. Just like sheep recognize the voice of their shepherd who feeds and cares for them. So do the disciples. From the doubting Thomas to Mary Magdalene in the garden. They recognize the risen Christ when they hear him calling their name with his familiar voice. Now, that voice of Jesus which preached such a salutary gospel of divine truth and charity, this voice of he who is true God and true man, it must have been the most beautiful, the most sublime of all voices ever heard. And it is only appropriate that this gospel and this voice of Jesus were not reserved just for the people of one limited time and place. Salvation is not just for a few select sheep, no. But the Good Shepherd meant for His voice to reach all people of all times. And that's why the risen Lord told His chosen apostles at the moment of His ascension into heaven, He said, go forth. Go and preach the gospel to all nations, baptizing them, teaching them to observe all that I have taught you. And behold, I am with you always. So Jesus' flock includes sheep universally. And his voice reaches them all through the apostles as his auxiliary shepherds. He who listens to you listens to me, Jesus had told them. So although you and I cannot directly hear the sweet chords of our Lord's human voice, the echo of this same voice of Jesus truly resounds in the apostles' successors. At your baptism, at your confirmation, you heard the voice of Jesus calling you by your name in the voice of the bishop and the priest. And on your deathbed, we pray that it will be the voice of the priest, which will be the voice of Jesus calling you home to heaven. Because Jesus told St. Peter the Apostle after the resurrection, Peter, feed my lambs. Then Peter's successors throughout 20 centuries feed all the souls of Christ's flock through the teaching of the magisterium of the church. The church's documents and explanations are a sure guide as to how we should live by the gospel truths in the 21st century. 
Jesus the Good Shepherd. He also continues to make His voice heard by us through the sacred liturgy. And the Mass we celebrate right here this morning with its prayers and readings. If you listen carefully, you will hear the Good Shepherd calling you by your name. And when we are truly, really listening to the Gospels, listening to the Church teachings and the liturgy, then we can truly hear the voice of the Good Shepherd calling us also through the spiritual inspirations in our minds and hearts. The faithfully attentive soul will notice how the Good Shepherd is speaking to us sometimes through those people who are placed by His divine providence in the path of our lives. In our neighbor's virtuous example, in his or her friendly advice, the Good Shepherd is frequently calling out to us His sheep. So on this Good Shepherd Sunday, let's ask ourselves, what do we readily tend to listen to? Are we listening too easily to the popular voices of today's entertainment culture? Are we listening to what the Good Shepherd is trying to tell us? To the documents and the saintly examples in the life of the church? Or perhaps through the good voice of a spouse, a family member, or colleague? Are we really listening, or rather, are we tuning out the divine message, which our sense of comfort and convenience prefers not to hear? Do we listen only to our own opinions and turn a deaf ear to the good voices around us? As a child who recognizes his mother's voice out of a crowd, so also should we sons and daughters of Holy Mother Church recognize and listen to her maternal teaching voice among the noisy crowd of modern-day spin doctors and free-thinking hedonists. Let us then pray especially throughout this month of May. Let us pray to Mary, Mother of the Church, in whose honor we will make the pilgrimage to her shrine at Holy Hill, Wisconsin on May 18th. The daily rosary and prayer to Mary will help us to tune out the noise of this world and the distractions of our own self-satisfaction. Mary will help us to listen truly and to fulfill faithfully the duties and the good deeds which her son, the Good Shepherd, is calling us to accomplish in our daily duties for the spiritual edification of those souls near to us. And finally, on this Sunday, let us pray to Mary especially for those auxiliary shepherds, for those who are called to follow in the footsteps of Jesus, the Good Shepherd, for guiding and feeding the souls of the flock. We priests and bishops are weak and limited men who cannot fulfill our role as Christ shepherds without the prayers and the support of you dear members of the flock. 
And so as we thank you for all that you do for us, we ask you especially to pray for seminarians, for your future priestly shepherds who will care for you, and for the future generations of your children and grandchildren. They will be the ones to baptize those souls who are to be born. They will hear your confession. They will be there with you on your deathbed, leading you home to heaven. This summer, seven men from among the 85 seminarians of the Institute of Christ the King will will be ordained priests on July the 4th by Cardinal Burke. And four of these seven come from the United States. The Institute has been making every effort to provide the very best priestly formation that we can. And the simple reality is that the expense of restoring and maintaining the seminary buildings, the fees of lodging, feeding, providing instruction for seminarians, the cost of bringing in solid traditional Catholic professors from far and wide, and of supplying all the necessary books and study materials to all of these hungry young men, the expense is quite high. Our seminarians are asked to find benefactors to help contribute toward these costs. But despite their many good efforts, we find ourselves having to find a way to make up the difference so that the bills are paid and their priestly formation can continue at seminary. And that is why, for the sake of Christ our Good Shepherd, we appeal to your charity today to support our seminarians in the second collection, which will be taken up after Holy Communion at this Mass. And we priests and seminarians, we always remain deeply and and prayerfully grateful each day for all of your past generosity, and we thank you for considering this appeal today. My dear friends, so many souls are sheep being led astray today. And we need dependable priestly shepherds whose voices are well prepared to echo and to echo the divine voice of Christ the Good Shepherd. So this Easter season, let us listen carefully. Let's listen carefully to discern the voice of our divine shepherd amid the tumult of today's world. And with faith, with trust, and with confidence, let us follow him in this life so that one day we too will resurrect from the dead to that eternal happiness and perfect peace which is life in the world to come in heaven. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.